Welcome to the Beer Den Podcast. Tonight we'll be drinking Wolverine State Brewing Company's Massacre Imperial Dark Lager. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Beer Den Podcast. My name is Ethan Hoopy. And I'm Michael LaRoe. Tonight we're drinking a beer from Ann Arbor, Michigan, from Wolverine State Brewing Company. It is Massacre Imperial Dark Lager. A little bit about Wolverine State. They are the first and only all-lager brewery in Michigan, which is actually a pretty impressive feat to only feature lagers. No... IPAs, no sours, no porters. They're really trying to perfect it. Yeah, and they do some interesting stuff up there. So with this Massacre Imperial Dark Lager, it poured very, very, very dark. It was a dark brown, very opaque. Smell-wise, I picked up definitely notes of dark fruit and a little bit of a smokiness to it. It is aged in bourbon barrels. One thing I noticed was that it had uh, very little head retention. This beer was at 14.3% alcohol. Uh, It's a very warming beer, even from the very first sip. That was like one of the first things I noticed is just how warm it kind of made me feel. Warm and fuzzy inside? Warm and fuzzy, yeah. Like a werewolf. It has a very strong flavor uh, right up front of uh, dark fruits and berries. I felt like it was actually a pretty smooth beer. There was like a medium to high astringency to it, but overall I thought it was actually pretty well balanced. I think it does a really good job of drawing out that bourbon from the bourbon barrels. I'd be interested in like exactly what bourbon they use if there is like an exact one. Yeah, Because I felt like it wasn't overpowering at all. Sometimes when you get those bourbon barrel ales, that's such a high alcohol content. And that's really what like grabs you. This one, you know, it's there, but it's so subtle and so well thought out and balanced that it's this is a nice sipping beer. If you're like, yeah, I kind of want a glass of bourbon, but I really just want beer. Yeah, this beer, it actually does do a good job of balancing out the uh, bourbon flavor, the lager, the kind of uh, dark fruitiness of the lager, and the alcohol. Uh, You don't really actually taste the alcohol in this. It does provide that warming effect without having the flavor of it kind of go along with it. So I think it does do a, a very good job of that. The one thing I would disagree with is I think that the the upfront taste of it was a lot stronger than what it ends up being. It kind of starts off very strong for me and then starts to mellow out as it goes. I also would say that it does have a very long finish. The flavor tends to stick with you uh, a bit longer than some other beers but like I say, I, I think that it has a big burst of flavor up front and it really kind of mellows out into something that is fairly smooth. Mm-hmm. Something that was kind of interesting to me for this one is this is a dark lager. 
and it's aged in bourbon barrels. This was very similar to the bed of nails from Highwire Brewing that we reviewed like really early on in the podcast. And that was a brown ale. So like just having two complete different styles of beer tasting so similar is just, it's kind of interesting how those processes, even though they're very different, can result in something so similar. Yeah, it was definitely unexpected to have something that reminded us so much of something that isn't even the same type of beer. It, yeah. You know, it's a completely different type. So. Different type, different process. Yeah. So we base everything on three criteria here on the podcast. We have quality out of 50 points, value out of 25, and design out of 25 as well. I ended up scoring this at a 40 out of 50. I thought it was actually a very well-balanced and well-thought-out beverage. It had a nice full body to it, and I just thought overall the flavor was was great. This would definitely be something that I would go back to anytime I wanted just like kind of a sipping slow and enjoy beer. Mm-hmm. What did you end up scoring it, Ethan? See, I was actually on kind of on the complete other side of the spectrum. I was not a huge fan of this beer. I thought that there are some unique things about it that are good, but I ended up actually scoring it at a 26. The reason for such a low score for me was the incredibly strong flavor up front. To me, what was not what I enjoy, the 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 heavy smokiness of it i just didn't find it as smooth as i would like it to be up front it does smooth out later on one thing that i can say i did like about it is the balancing of the alcohol the fact that you don't really taste the alcohol at all in it yet it can still have you know 14.3 percent and so this is a very good beer that if if you're going into it thinking you know or if you're going into it as a substitute for a liquor i think that this is an excellent beer for that you know this is definitely one of the best bourbons i've ever had you know it tastes great compared to something like that but as far as beer goes i think i've had better maybe not at the same apv but things that i would enjoy more okay for value, I ended up scoring this at 20. It came in at 540 for one of them. I felt like it had a pretty good value considering the alcohol content is almost 15%. Kind of like you said, if you were looking for a good substitute for liquor, you wanted to get the job done quick. This is definitely a go-to. And the flavor is phenomenal in my opinion. Uh, what did you end up scoring it for value? For value, really it was a reflection of my quality score um i ended up going with an 11 i don't think five dollars and 40 cents is a terrible price but because of my quality score i definitely had to bring it down i don't think that its quality is worth that much but kind of to each their own i I think that there's a lot of people out there who would enjoy it and would consider it to be a very good price for what you're getting this one is, uh, this was brewed in 2018. I'm curious, like, if they change the recipe each year or not, or if they just kind of, if it's one of their, like, legacy beers where you can kind of age it and kind of like what uh, Goose Island does with yeah their bourbon barrel beers. I'm curious how this would also be aged. Because leading into design, one of the things that this bottle has that's super unique is they actually wax seal it. 
Yeah. And I gave it bonus points for that just because like that's going to do a lot to keep it fresh longer. And again, you just don't see that on beers very often. Design wise, I ended up scoring it at a 23. I like the label. It does have the alcohol content, like Ethan said earlier, which was a 14.3%. It has a nice little blurb about uh, Wolverine State Brewery, and it also kind of hints at a description. Um, It's more of one of those pseudo descriptions where it tells you, you know, it's full bodied and complex and a little bit about the process, but not so much about like the ingredients. It's a bit more about like their philosophy than like the actual details. Right. But again, and it, having that wax seal on it, I think just kind of puts it over the top where I'm just like, yeah, that's there's there's some things they could have done better. But I think overall, they actually did a pretty good job at it. And it does have when it was bottled it has the call to their website even though it doesn't have their social media per se but i think they do a pretty good job of presentation overall what was your score ethan well i actually ended up going with a 22 uh there definitely was some things that i i wish they would have done a little bit differently uh you touched on a lot of them the bottle design or that the actual glass isn't unique at all it's just kind of a generic bottle which is fine but i mean it's kind of one of those missed opportunities i think that the the actual label artwork is you know it does reflect the mood that they're trying to go with with this uh particular beer it does have the apv it has like you said something of a description i would like to see a bit more detailed description especially on a craft brew especially something at a higher price point where you're buying singles i think that in particular the types of people that are buying something like this the details are kind of what's important to them. So I, I kind of would like to see a bit more of that. But yeah, I think it touches on a lot of things. It does have the manufacturing date on the label itself. It's not just printed on the glass. It's very easy to read. So that's that's definitely a good thing too. Um, and then yeah, the uh, the wax topper. I think that that's something that definitely brings a an amount of prestige to it. That it makes it seem kind of formal and uh or uh or more expensive or kind of uh upper class than you know than what maybe even the the price would suggest you know kind of it gives it something a little something extra a little something extra a little lagunitas Lagunitas. all right what that's gonna do is give it a 59 for yourself ethan it came in at an 83 for me All in all, that's a 71 out of 100 for Wolverine State Brewing Company's Massacre Imperial Dark Lager. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to another Beer Den Review. Don't forget to follow us on social media, links down in the description. Subscribe, like, and share, and if there are any beers you would like us to try out, leave them in the comments below. We'll see you on the next episode of the Beer Den Podcast.